Give me head, babe. Welcome to another edition of The Headbin, the weekly NRL Supercoach Draft podcast. Each week, we'll take a swing at the key topics influencing the world of Supercoach Draft, NRL, and the highlights from our very own weekly draft comp, The Headbin. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Headbin, the NRL Supercoach Draft podcast. Uh, This is take two. Uh, We had a shot at this last night, and unfortunately, uh, you know, Technical difficulties got the better of us, so uh, we're going to smash out a potty tonight, uh, a little bit of an abbreviated version of what we would normally be doing so that we can uh, get something up pretty quickly and hopefully you guys can have a listen to all of our trade waivers and free agents advice before uh, things kick off uh, 4am tomorrow. Benny, you're with us again, mate. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'd be better if last night's last night's episode went to air, but you know, as you said, uh, computers are pricks sometimes, so let's hope this one goes to plan. Next job, mate. Next job. <laughs> Lukey, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing okay, man. Um, last uh, last night, I wasn't doing so well, um, but uh, today I've had a chance to have a look at my waivers and, and really move forward with this week and just focus on this week and put last week behind me. So, yeah, doing it well. Yeah, nice one, nice one. So, um, boys, we'll jump straight into... Uh, some of our um, comp activity over the over the weekend and obviously it's Wednesday so a fair bit's happened in between um, then and now but uh, we'll just refresh everyone with with what happened in our comp the head bin. Uh, Benny do you want to kick us off mate how did uh, your and Lukey's matchup go according to your point of view mate on, on the weekend? Are you sure you don't want to ask Lukey and we can all get depressed with get together like no, yeah. I, I tried that. I, I tried that last night, and uh, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't go well. Did it? it was. It was a no, sad no. story. So I'm going to kick story. off. I'll let you kick it off straight away, mate. Um, yeah, look, mate. I had Teddy and and cracked the cracked the ton for the first time in seven years. So I'd captained him in the the last game of the round. Um, also had Latrell, and I think uh, I think I won by a good 250, 260 points, something like that. Um, so yeah, it was good. It's good to finally hit the thousand. Um, and uh, obviously, four hundred from Teddy was pretty handy. Three hundred ninety-eight uh, across the board for me. Uh, Jake Turbo and, and Fanuel Blake uh, got good scores. Fanuel Blake, someone I'm concerned about because he played sixty-something minutes, um, nearly seventy minutes, and still only rocked me out of fifty-nine. Which I would be hoping that he's knocking me out from fifty minutes or fifty-five minutes, but. We'll see, uh, see how that goes moving forward. Drink water was pretty average again, uh, as, as we spoke about last night. The, uh, the spine of the Cowboys is a bit of chop and change at the moment, so that hasn't helped him. Uh, I think he's still playing pretty good real-life footy, but it's just not translating to Supercoach that well. Uh, Michael Sivo was a bit of a disappointment with a, with a 13. Uh, you you kind of want more from him, as I said. You, you get the rocks and diamonds from him, but fuck, you really don't want 13 to be the rocks. You'd prefer it to be about 25 or 30. So that's a little disappointing. Uh, Latrell looked good. Got me 112. Uh, he was pretty solid. And uh, it, it's um, hopefully settling into that fullback role. Um, apart from that, I picked up uh, Alloy Ager in the week. And, and he knocked me out another 53. So 
I've bundled him in a trade. I've thrown at one of our boys this week, and I haven't heard back yet. And it doesn't surprise me because it's one of our one of our non traders in the league. So we'll see how that goes, mate. If it's the same bloke that I've, I've uh, thrown a trade at today, <laughs> oh, he's left me on. Uh, he's left me on red. Yeah, for I've been left on red. Eight hours. <laughs> yep, I've got the same. I'm giving him. I've thrown him. Thrown him a three for one, and I'm um, getting nothing. The the disrespect. It is straight up disrespect. The bloke's a flog. Oh, if you're trying to piss me off, you've you've worked. It's worked. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, nice one, mate. Good stuff. And Lukey, uh, give us the uh, the other side of that matchup, mate. Yeah, well, obviously, I was on the other end of the James Tedesco masterclass, and at one point, I just had to stop and admire it. Like, I just had to stop being you know, um, salty about it and just move on. Uh, and, and look, I, I posted over 700, which I said last week was something that I was hoping to achieve, which isn't much of an achievement. But, um, you know, I, I did do that. I had some performers um, like Milford, who's finally come good for me, had a good week. So it was good to see him play some good footy. I left some points on the bench in uh, Katoa, who knocked out 80, Alicia Katoa, and I had Fanukan on the bench as well, and along with Josh Dugan. Um I've got some decent stuff on my bench, but I'm really struggling to pick the weeks that they're going to go big. And I would have thought like Boyd Cordner against Canterbury would have gone big and not punch out a 30. You know what I mean? So I'm having a bit of trouble with my rotations at the moment as well. Um, But look, as I said, onwards and upwards, I'm going to try and play the waiver, um, you know, pick up some stuff that I need. I've lost Katoni Staggs and Moses Suli this week. Uh, Katoni Staggs, I threw out to the top three of our comp um, to take an offer for. Um, and the best offer I got back was Glasby and Zach Lomax, um, which was a no. <laughs> I don't mind the Lomax part, but wasn't keen, <coughs> keen on the Glasby part because I think he's going to lose minutes to Aiden Guerra through the middle yeah. this week with Fitzgibbon back. So There's a reason you haven't um, taken him off the waiver. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it was, it was good to throw a trade out and get a little nibble anyway just for uh for a bit of uh self-confidence anyway yeah and i guess with your rotations too man it's uh it's it's better to be sorting those out in losses rather than um games that uh you're competing in and with all due respect um you know at least you've got another week to kind of sort that out and um figure out who who you're going to play and things like that so yeah and fuck it up for another week for sure yeah yeah more than likely (laughs) sorry mate i'll knock out i'll knock out a 560 next week all good (laughs) yeah nice one nice one lads well um I've got the W uh, again this week, but uh, it was by the skin of my teeth. I only had a one-point victory this week over over Nate uh, Nate's dogs, and um, yeah, it was a it was a very hairy kind of uh, Tuesday morning, that's for sure. Um, or oh, sorry, Wednesday. Uh, yeah, Tuesday morning was lockout. Yeah, Tuesday morning. Um, so look. Um, I guess uh, we, we probably went neck and neck. It was 7.58 to 7.57 for most of the weekend, uh, really. And uh, he couldn't have done too much more on um, the Monday night. He had uh, BMOZ, Hopawati, Radley and Morris in that game. And I only had Manu. Uh, and I was about 200 ahead of him going into that game. So I've clawed on and uh, got the W. But uh, my, my uh, team punctuated again by underperforming players in Corey Oates again um, he's seen his last or his last start for the Niners unfortunately um, I think that uh, I'll, I'll probably flick him this week yeah I wouldn't even uh, risk his AE on the bench to be honest 
Yeah, oh, it's, but it's just my luck. As as we were talking about last night, he he's his highest average is against the Knights, and his highest score is against the Knights too. So it wouldn't surprise me if he if he finds some form, the fucker. Um, this this week when I when I drop him, but um, you know, look, I, I didn't go too bad. Brian Tuo uh, obviously hit some form. McLean copped that injury, which which hurt me a little bit. And look, Dylan Brown. Hit a forty nine, but he also did get binned late in that game too. So he he's put up another half decent performance uh, for me there as well. So uh, look, I almost almost deserved the loss uh, because I didn't pull the trigger on Taumalolo. I VC'd him, and unfortunately uh, took my eyes off the games on that Friday night. And before I knew it, all my bench players were locked out because uh, Edwards was the last one that I had in that Panthers game. And uh, I couldn't pull the trigger on the VC. And it's it's almost cost me. Had I done that, I would have won fairly comfortably by you know 20 or 30 points, not, not just one point. But win's a win. Got to look myself in the mirror, say be better. And uh, I'm on to the comp leader next week. Uh, the mongrels who's knocked out a thousand two weeks in a row, and then uh, followed that up with a nine hundred and thirty this week. So, going to be a, um, a a pretty tall task to to try and overcome. He's, him he's the one to beat at the moment. He is the one to beat. He's setting the benchmark, and it's, it's tough to match. It's his to lose. It's, it's his comp to lose. Basically, um, I'm putting it out there. Uh, it's his comp to lose because his, his squad is is so strong, uh, and I think he's, he's still got some blokes to come back from from injury and things like that too. So while you're while you're at that, suck him off. Suck him off. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Saying it's his to lose, mate. It's just putting the pressure on. <laughs> well, that's I'm hoping that's the case. He's too, he's too <laughs> stupid to feel Do pressure. Oh, look, you know, he, he's he. He took some risks on draft day and it's paid off. So, uh, look, um, you know, everyone's everyone has injuries over the course of the year. He's he's been okay with it so far, and who knows who knows what can happen. So, I'm sure if I can get the chocolates this week, it will hurt him. But I'm going to have to pull a performance out for the ages to to do that. So, just to run through uh, a couple of other results in our competition, I obviously got Nate's Dogs. Uh, the, so, the Dirty Niners beat the Nate's Dogs by one point. Uh, Meadows Mongrels, uh, he's our comp leader, 931 over Madman, who's still anchoring our competition at 0 and 5. He only managed a 695 this week with the lowest score uh, in our comp for this week. Bob's Battlers. 819 beat Gutterfire 752 and Gutterfire our rookie had a few good weeks there and he's come crashing back to earth but he's still well in the hunt Holmes boys 793 beat no regrets uh, seven, uh, 726 and then obviously Benny um, you taught Lukey a bit of a lesson on Monday night and come away with the uh, 270 odd point win uh, there so our ladder looks like this I'll just flick over to our ladder so yeah, Meadows Mongrels up the top there with a 842 point differential, and after five games, that's that's um, you know that's pretty handy. Uh, Dino Holmes Boys is second on uh, four and one as well. Uh, then then comes the list of the three and twos, the three wins and two losses. So third down to uh, six is all sitting on three and two, and and. Um, Points differential is deciding the placing. So we've got Bob's Battlers in third. Benny, you sneak into fourth. So a uh, fair bit of movement for you, um, both yeah, in your I pants think I was, and yeah, on the I, ladder. Definitely in the pants. <laughs> I, was, I think I was about seventh or eighth, and I've, I've moved all the way up. So I might have even been yeah. a lower. 
and you've kept me at five, uh, which is where I was last week. Lukey, uh, still at a three and two record, despite um, the pessimism uh, that, that you've been spruiking the last few weeks. And so you're sitting in six, but your four and against is pretty terrible at the moment, negative 342. Then we've got our rookie, Gutterfire, uh, at two and three. No regrets at two and three. And then it drops off to Nate's Dogs at one win, four losses. And then Mad Men sitting on... Zero wins, five losses. So there's a bit of a, uh, a catch-up on on the uh, head bin activity over the weekend, lads. Um, so some good matchups again this week that we'll cover off uh, in next week's potty. So we're going to skip the game reviews this week and we'll just jump straight into our team lists. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Congratulations, the rest of you made the team. Except you, you and you. So, Benny, you're going to kick us off with the Broncos Knights on Thursday night, mate. Um, go for it, buddy. Yeah, mate. Thursday night again for the Broncos, uh, 7.50 p.m. Central Coast Stadium. So, uh, look, I've got the Knights winning this one. Should be a good game, though. It'll be good to see um, Ponga and that, and that left edge of the Knights up against the, the younger Broncos side. That Brad, Bradman Best is a bit of a weapon. He's pretty hard to handle. So, it should be... Um, should be good to watch. Um, just going to jump straight into our ins and outs. So Knights have uh, got Lock and Fitzgibbon back in. Uh, he's come back into the, the 11 jersey, which is pushing Aiden Guerra to the bench and Brody Jones out of the 17. Other than that, they're pretty well set from last week and uh, with Macca holding the nine and, and Texoy again at 14. Um, there's not a lot there to talk about. Uh, Broncos have got a few, few changes. Um, TPJ comes back in the uh, starting in the back row, so it's a bit of a boost for them, and it pushes Oates back to the wing. I'm sure he's happy about that as usual. Um, <laughs> Coates retains the other wing spot, and um, that's with Stags out the hamstring injury. It pushes Farnsworth into the into the centres, so um, it's unfortunate for the Broncos that Stags out. He looks like their their biggest weapon in the back line, and Stags owners will be pretty furious about that uh, an injury. So uh, Isaac Luke is. It sounds like from from what they're saying, he's gonna he's gonna take a bench spot. He's not actually. He's gonna push Tessie New out of the side because today he trained in the fourteen jersey. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and uh, that's that's about all the changes they've got. So it should be a good game. Hopefully the Broncos can turn up again. I mean I don't really care to be honest, but it'd be nice to see a good match. So TPJ will play on the right. Yep. Yeah. So. I don't mind him this week uh, as, you know, if you if you chuck the VC on him because he's going to be running at um, Lockie Fitzgibbon, who first game after the break, Bradman Best and Eddie Lee uh, on that side uh, and, and Kurt Mann. So, um, look, probably our weakest defensive edge. And so that, that pro- that's probably a good play for him. Yeah, I agree. He's, a, he's definitely a VC option. Um, on that... Uh, if, if, you need, if you need to, you can throw the captaincy straight on Haas without a worry uh, in the first game. It's not too much of a problem for any, for owners. Um, as for VCs, we're looking at Ponga, uh, Best, Carrigan, Milford's starting to turn up. I wouldn't if I was a Milford owner, but he's, he's the option. Um, and that's that's probably it in that game. Clem, Saifidi. Oh, yeah, Clem. Clem. Oh, Saifidi, yeah. I don't know. He's averaging uh, 70. He's averaging 70, but... With a VC on a Thursday night, I'm, I'm aiming for higher ceilings, I think. So, you, you're Ponger and your best. In uh, in deeper leagues, yeah, it, it yeah. might be an option. Yeah, for sure. Um, as for pickups, 
uh, waivers and free agents. So I've just got two free agencies. Well, a free agency on um, on Coates just to see how he goes. He's probably a stash. I can't see him uh, getting as many kicks his way this week with, with the matchup against Edric Lee, but um, he could be a stash for future weeks. He's an athlete for sure. And uh, and Lachlan Fitzgibbon, if he's available on the waivers, he's probably worth a pickup. What about yeah, not- uh, Farnsworth? I, I think I'd like to see Farnsworth in the in the centre. See how he goes. It's a nice little matchup out there of two young up and comers in Farnsworth and Best. Might yeah. be a uh, the fireworks. Display yeah, I don't, I don't mind Farnsworth as a pickup. I think he's obviously pretty good, and the Roosters have got their eye on him too. So um, they don't really often buy shit players. Yeah, I like the look of him. He's just it's got to translate into Super Coach now, though. So. Good stuff. All right, Lukey, um, take us through the Bunnies and the Warriors. Yeah, so both teams, uh, as per programmed um, and as per last week, both last start winners. Um, so this is the 6 o'clock game on Friday. Um, so the only uh, change I foresee happening is David Vusatua, who's currently in the reserves, but I'm pretty confident he's going to come in for Adam Pompey. Um so I'd say that's probably the only change that uh, I can see taking place. Uh, captaincy, vice captaincy options. Um, you're probably only looking at South's players here, and that'd be Cam Murray, Mitch, uh, Literal Mitchell, and Damien Cook. Um, probably just VCs on those guys at this stage because it's so early in the round. Um, Murray, now that he's gone back to lock, the minutes are down because um, they've got the four forwards on the bench. So he only played 56 minutes last week, I think, um, which wasn't a lot. So that's a little bit of a worry for Cam Murray owners. Um, he's definitely fit enough to play more minutes than that. I don't think he's playing 80 while he's at lock um, because um, it sort of stifles his effectiveness. So uh, tread with caution there and maybe even target the Murray owner if, you, um, if you're short in that area. Um Waivers free agencies, nothing in this match from a waiver perspective, but the only free agency I'll do is throw it on Fusatua. I, I think he comes back in. He, he wasn't injured. He came over here a week later than the worry, the rest of the Warriors squad, so he was in isolation for a little bit longer. So he's fully fit, and I think with Mamalo out, he becomes the number one winger because um, he'll go on to the wing there. So I think he's worth a, a free agent play because um, they've got an all right run, the Warriors, so they're going to have games where they're competitive, and I think Fusatua can sort of recapture a little bit of that uh, past form that he's had from a super coach perspective. I also just just to chuck a couple of, of um, things in too. I think uh, Cody Walker's probably a VC option too. Don't forget uh, last year this was the game up the sunny coast and he just he run a mark and absolutely killed the Warriors. So that could be also a play. Dane Gagai, if you believe in it, this is the game to do it. Uh, you know who's to see who's to say he he doesn't have another big game and Mitchell feeds him all day. Um, this is this will be the game to do it. All right, good stuff, lads. On to the next uh, Penrith and the Storm, uh, seven fifty five on on Friday night at Campbelltown. So uh, probably the big in for the Panthers is Dylan Edwards uh, comes back into the side at fullback. Um, the Kayla Bacon experience is, has run its course and um, hoping I'm, I'm the Edwards owner so I hope he can find a little bit of form this week Luai has held down his spot even though they looked better with Burton on the weekend uh, Burton's still coming off the bench so I'm not too sure what happens there Liam Martin obviously has come in to the Panthers side for, for Capewell uh, this week 
I don't expect him to play 80 minutes, but he's got really good PPM. So I think he's he's a he's a good pickup for anybody who's looking for a back roller this week because I think he probably plays 60 minutes regardless. Uh, so I think Burns probably spells him, but he's he's a good pickup there uh, for the Storm. Again, as per last week, really, uh, the only thing is Brandon Smith probably comes back into the starting side and do that late switch that uh, that uh, Bellyache has been doing for the last couple of weeks. Captaincy vice, captaincy options in this game. Uh, for the Panthers, if you're void of options, uh, you could potentially chuck the VC on either Coruscant or James Fisher-Harris, potentially. I don't see Kickout doing anything significant um, this week against the Storm. But for the Storm... Um, uh, Pappy's overdue, so you could go go with that. Uh, Cameron Munster, Cam Smith, and at a pinch, maybe Jay Brom, um, if if you're void of options too. Pickups in this game, uh, look, Stephen Crichton owners uh, may have lost patience. I don't think he does much in this game, but could be a stash for a run uh, coming up. But I think the, uh, the the two big ones are Lillian Martin and Dylan Edwards uh, should be should be waiver targets at this stage, um, but in the storm. Um, if Branko Lee's out there, have a, yeah, this might be a decent decent matchup for him for him too, but I suspect after a couple of solid weeks, he's probably owned at this stage. Lads, that's the, uh, the storm and the Panthers. Benny, moving right along, mate. Titans and the Dragons, this one's a special. Yeah, mate, this one's a, a belter, so we'll see how... See how it goes. I don't know how I end up with these matches all the time, but anyway, um, I got the Dragons winning this one. It's uh, 3 p.m. Saturday at Suncorp, so afternoon game. Uh, Hunt looked better at nine for the Dragons, or at, at coming off the bench for the Dragons the other day. So we'll see. I think McKinnis moving to 13 is pretty handy too for them. Uh, the Titans they competed for a little bit last week, but they really they were outclassed. Um, Titans changes. Corey Thompson's a signing midweek and he comes into straight into the fullback spot which pushes Sammy to the wing and Dale Copley's out injured uh, so that sort of doesn't make any other changes there. Anthony Don holds the other wing spot. Um, pretty much otherwise, Holbrook's stuck solid with that team that lost to the Bunnies last week so we'll see how they go. Um, as for the Dragons, they haven't got any changes being their first win in however long against anyone but the Titans. Uh, Dufty holds his fullback spot and, and Aiken stays in the centres um, captaincy vice captaincies on this one I've got uh, captaincy options probably for Arrow maybe his scores have dwindled a little bit but he's probably still an option for now uh, more s- he's carrying that that rib injury man yeah and I, he I, is I, I, he's, he's borderline maybe not even a play at the moment because uh, look, look what happened last week they pushed him and they started him and he come off after like 40 minutes or whatever it was up, yeah. up the tunnel just before half time or something yep. so yeah. mm, maybe yeah see how you go with him anyway other, other than that though you got McKinnis Fawn and Fodawaka if you need to um, VC's probably maybe Corey Thompson with the matchup and I've got Dufty, Pereira, and Hunt, but you could probably put it on any of the of the backline players in both teams with the matchup. Yeah, and obviously Cam McInnes, Paul Vaughan owners uh, go nuts. Yep, go for, go for gold there. Um, Good stuff. My pickups for this game. Look, I'm probably a free agency for for Thompson. Maybe a waiver uh, if you really need it. Uh, it's kind of like a wait and see. See how, see how it goes. He's obviously going to base out fairly decent because he's a busy a busy player. But the Titans obviously aren't the greatest team to be playing behind so um, Dufty I think is a waiver priority especially for anyone who needs a fullback 
So I think he's going to be taken on the waivers, and if you want him, you're going to have to put a claim in for him. Uh, Lava, probably a one-week play against the Titans. Um, it's a pretty good matchup, and I think uh, fucking Brian Kelly, Albert Kelly, he was a good player. Uh, Brian Kelly uh, up against <laughs> up against Lomax. I think Kelly back in the centers is where he plays best, and he probably he bases attack, like a lot of attacking base out of the centers. So he's always a pretty good start there. Nice one, mate. Nice one. Good stuff, Lukey. Tigers and Cowboys. Yep. Um, so this is the five thirty game on Saturday. Um, and so there's a couple of changes, especially um, for the Cowboys. Um, obviously, with Val Holmes out, they've had to throw the hammer uh, into the fullback role, which is probably a good thing for the Cowboys. It just gives them an extra um, attacking weapon there to replace uh, Val Holmes. Um, the Tigers, though, uh, they've got a couple of outs. Um, Chris Lawrence is out, hopefully, for the season. Um and Luke Garner's got his spot. I can't believe he still managed to play first grade. Um, Matt Eisenhuth gets his first game of the season from the bench. Um, and uh, it looks like Luciano Leilua is battling an ankle injury. So keep your eyes peeled there. If you're looking for a one-week play for Michael Cheekham, I think that this would be the week to pick him up. Um Robert Jennings also comes onto the wing um, for Tommy Talao, who's also battling an injury. For the uh, Cowboys, they've got uh, a new face on the wing, Connolly Lamalu. Um, I don't know too much about him, so he's come onto the wing there to... Um, who, who's he replaced? Oh, uh, he's come in for Val Holmes, um, yeah. essentially. Um, and obviously, uh, Frank Molo puts down the uh, starting prop spot with uh, Jordan McLean out. So, captaincy, vice captaincy options. Um, you'd go definitely Lolo, uh, Josh Maguire in this one. Um, don't think there's too much more happening for the Cowboys uh, on that front. Um, and for the Tigers, you could throw a captaincy at Alex Twal. Um, I think vice captaincy, you might want to go uh, Nofaluma in this one. I think the Tigers are going to run rough shot, a rough shot over the, the Cowboys here and uh, Luke Brooks as well. Um, pickups, um, obviously the Hammer, if he wasn't picked up from last week, I think he's definitely someone who's going to – he's going to have a good top end. So he's someone who I think you can pick up. You ride through the bad weeks, but he's going to give you good weeks. And I think that Frank Molo would be a high waiver because he's probably got a little bit of job security over the next couple of weeks. Wouldn't surprise me too. If, if he plays real well, that Jordan McLean comes back by the bench permanently. But um, we'll see. See how we go. Tigers to get the cookies on this one. Just just something really quickly. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Ben Hampton comes in for that uh, Connolly Lamalu bloke and they bring another forward onto the bench. Uh, that could be a late change. I don't know much about Peter Holler, so, so obviously keep your eyes on that. But I agree. Tigers to do a number here. Yeah, um, Hampton's uh, Hampton will probably play that bench utility role, I reckon, because he's done it before in the past and actually done well. So I think he covers. He's very versatile, so he covers some good spots there. I can see him holding that fourteen spot. Yep. Uh, all right, lads. Uh, into the Roosters and the Eels. Um, not a hell of a lot of change uh, changes in these two squads. Uh, JWH comes back for the Roosters. Jared Warrior Hargraves comes back in for the Roosters, and uh, Sam Verrills comes onto the bench. So maybe not a great sign for Jake Friend owners here, um, considering it's going to be a bit of a slugfest this game. I'm, I'm still a little bit 
uh, perplexed as to how Satili Tupanua misses out here. Uh, hopefully, he's a bit of a late inclusion. Lindsay Collins owners probably enjoyed the ride while it lasted. Uh, now that Hargrave's back, maybe this week he plays big minutes and Jared just gets eased back into it. But uh, I'd say um, the run's probably over with, with Lindsay. And Parramatta haven't changed from last week, uh, except for obviously Kane Evans on the bench. Um, and again, another bloke who had a pretty good run there uh, for a while. He's got a one-week suspension. Oregon Kafusi comes in for him, and, and potentially, if you're uh, uh, if you're a Kane Evans owner uh, and you, you're void of other options on your waiver and things like that, maybe just hold him and see what he does when when he comes back there. Uh, this is seven thirty on a Saturday night, so uh, look. I guess probably really your last chance at a VC here. And there's a couple, obviously, you can go Teddy uh, again. Um, Angus Crichton's probably another one that I'd look at for the Eels. Um, maybe maybe on Gutho, uh, probably definitely on Maddo and, and Nathan Brown. Uh, and they could be captaincy options depending on who's in your squad as well, being that Saturday night game. So, um, yeah, both squads look pretty pretty uh, strong. I think it's going to be a bit of a slugfest. I don't know if it's really going to be a super coach points fest, uh, but needless to say, um, both teams are pretty good attacking and defensive side, so we'll see what happens there. Benny, take us through the Raiders and the Sea Eagles, mate. Yeah, mate, this is uh, 4.05pm Sunday at Campbelltown, so it should be a good game. It's, this is, it's good to have two, two cracking games, one after the other in the weekend. Um, Oh, I've got Manly here in a tight one, I think. They'll turn up from what they did last week. They played pretty pretty poor against the Broncos, I think. Um, they weren't as sharp as they usually are in attack, especially. Um, as for changes, Hudson Young comes back in after something like a seven-match seven ban for eye gouging. Uh, he pushes Simmonson out of the 17, and uh, Corey Horsburgh is back in as well. The Raiders run them four forwards off the bench, so this is um, a bit of a change for them. They usually have a utility there, but not... Uh, utility back but not this week um, and that's all they've got otherwise otherwise they're 1-17 um, mainly changes Suley's out uh, for 3-2-3 to f- or two to three, you said Lukey 1-3 uh, like yeah 1-3 yeah, with a broken finger week, yeah. yeah next week or the week after so that brings Brennan Elliott into the starting centre spot that's not uh, I mean yeah I wouldn't say he's, way, he's um, super coach relevant yet at all he was last year for a little bit there playing on the, on the paint but yeah, I wouldn't even have a play in there. Furner holds the other wing spot with Tafua still out. Marty Tapau's out uh, after dislocating his thumb early last week in the game. It brings Paseca into the starting side and Morgan Boyle onto the bench. Sirenen returns into the side and Corey Waddell drops out, which I think is unlucky. I think uh, he was pretty good last week. And I think he's injured, mate. Did he get injured? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was a hemi, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I would have yeah. thought he would have taken the spot on the bench, but. Um, but yeah. Yep. So that's that's all there is. There's not a hell of a lot of changes there, really. Uh, it should be a, it should be a cracking game. Uh, as for captaincies, being Sunday, there's no VCs here, I wouldn't imagine. Uh, so captaincies, I've got Turbo, DCE, uh, maybe George Williams if you've got him there, uh, Papali, Jake Turbo, and Joseph Tarpany. Did you say um, Marty Tapau got a bindi in his thumb, and that's why he's out for two weeks? <laughs> yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> Indy's hurt, man. Yeah. <laughs> ah, man. <laughs> yeah, nice one, mate. Any uh, any pickups in this one, mate? Yeah, uh, look, I've just got Paseca for the one week play. I know he's probably he's not a big minute player, but he is going to get a few more 
uh, he'll bust those tackles. He should knock you out a good 50. So if you need a second second front rower, he's probably a one weaker while Tapau's out. Yep, fair call, mate. Fair call. Luki finished us off with the. Uh, oh, <laughs> this is a special sharks and dogs, mate. Go for it. Yeah, Sharkies and Dogs uh, played the 6 o'clock slot on Sunday. Um, probably not really much viewership for this one. I can't see too many people um, watching this one unless, except unless you're a league enthusiast. Probably watching. Uh, for the Sharks, yeah, well, yeah, of course you have to. But uh, for the Sharks, th- there's not too many changes in the starting lineup. Um for them, but uh, I noticed that uh, Bryson Goodwin and Matt Moylan are on the extended bench, so that could mean that they come into it at some point. I don't know where. Um, I, I'm highly doubtful Matt Moylan will, but I think Bryson Goodwin is a good show to come into the 17 somewhere. Um, for the doggies, um, they're as per programmed. Jake Avarillo is being named on the wing with uh, Remus Smith to return. Um, I think that Wateni Zilesnau could go onto the wing. I don't think, I thought he was fairly underwhelming in the centres and I think wing's his best position. So if your Wateni Zilesniak owners hold him, don't sell him just because he's been named at centre, I'm fairly certain he'll play wing um, for that one. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, there's nothing really in this game to look forward um, look forward to. Captaincy, vice captaincy options. You're not vice captaining anyone in the last game of the round, so it's just captains. And I would only be going with Sean Johnson in this game. I don't think anyone else is going to put up numbers. Um, Aaron Woods had a good game last game, but they have four forwards on the bench um, this round. You might find Connor Tracy comes in, but um, I-, I wouldn't be going near. Aaron Woods. Um, so that's uh, SJ for captain only. And waivers, free agencies. Nah, nothing. No, fair, fair call. Standard. Some, yeah. Something interesting to just keep your eye on, and, and literally that's just it, just watch, is that uh, the doggies don't actually have a goal kicker at the moment. Um, so I would expect maybe Christian Crichton or Jake Avrilo to drop out of this side, Dallin go to the wing, and maybe Kerrit Holland come into the centres just to provide them with some goal kicking. So if that's the case and it happens late, uh, it's not a bad play, ploy just to pick him up um, and, and keep him on your bench late because you can always move him around if he doesn't end up coming in. And if you if you keep your eyes on socials, you should know whether he's going to be in and out of that side 24 hours before. Uh, and if he's not, flick him. If he is, then, you know, it could be a, a decent one we play against the Sharks. Geez, that's a fucking astute pickup from you. That, that's a really good pickup from you. Um, maybe thought it was beyond you, but you've done well there. <laughs> I might <laughs> I <raised> that. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking sounded like you were talking to Googs. <laughs> yeah, right on right on your elitist your elitist oh, prick. That's all time. <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing well as the host of this potty. It's rubbing off on you. <laughs> Jesus. Alright. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, righto. Uh, good stuff, lads. So that's our team list uh, for the weeks, guys. So just quickly, Benny, give us your three targets and, and just, just a quick footnote on, on our waivers and uh, our free agents that I touched on uh, last night is that um, 
The reason we don't do waivers and free agents specifically, and we just call them pickups, is it should be subject, subjective to what your comp is doing and what your team needs. So we just try and put it out there. You make a decision whether you burn a waiver on it or not because uh, it might be something that your team needs. So we just say pickups, you decide how you do it. Benny, take us through your three, mate. Yeah, mate. Uh, I got first as uh, Matt Dufty. Um, obviously, if, if he can hold down that spot, he's always been – He's uh, he can be rocks and diamonds, but um, – yeah, he's, he's, he can have those big games. Uh, I've got Xavier Coates as a probably a free agent play for most people, but I think he's a pickup just to see how he goes. And uh, Corey Thompson. Yeah, nice one. Nice one, Lukey. I've got uh, Frank Molo. Um, I think he's probably guaranteed a bit of job security over the next coming weeks, and he's proven that he's actually a really good performer when he gets the minutes. So I think um, he should be a waiver pickup um, somewhere there. Uh, Liam Martin. Um, he's got definitely got some job security, so as long as he can play some decent footy, and he's got good attacking stats in him, um, and they do go to him as well. So um, I think he's also a waiver pickup, and probably my pickup of the week is Brian Kelly. Now that he's gone back to set, to centre, I think you'll find that in a lot of leagues he would have been waiver fodder because he's on the wing and he's been less than impressive. That he'll be on some waivers. I, I think if you've got a high waiver selection you got to pick him he averaged 55 last year in the centers with three scores of 90 three scores over 80 and a lot of 60s um so i think he's a definite high waiver burn for you this week brian kelly yeah nice one nice one so uh obviously matt dufty's got to be got to be up there um this will probably be the only week that i'll i'll have him in the pickups because he should be picked up already uh dylan edwards is another one i like i got him last week and i burnt a mid waiver on him uh knowing that uh caleb akins has been playing some fairly ordinary footy so he's another one that i definitely look at and there's some ordinary fullbacks out there so if you need one grab him too and look i like the look of liam martin this week even though he's probably only going to play 60 minutes i think he's he's got he's got pretty good ppm um you know and so he, he's definitely someone to look at if you if you're short in the second row but my pickup for the week my number one pickup for the week is carrot holland i think that uh, he's a must-have <laughs> now. So, yeah, Look no, at you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen to this elitist prick. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm learned. <laughs> I'm learning. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, Fuck you, pricks. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Good stuff, you assholes. So, all right, lads, let's uh, quickly jump into some uh, quick trade talk in the swap meet, and then we'll wrap things up. Want to trade? Nah. Why not? I like mine better. Traded. To the motherfucking swap meet. So, lads, pretty straightforward format this week. Buy, sell, or hold. Uh, and we'll run through them each. So, Benny, who have you got as your buy this week, mate? Uh, mate, this week I've got RTS. He's been scoring pretty uh, pretty poorly for him over the last few weeks, as Luki can attest to. And um, I think... Yeah. <laughs> I think that if they can get back home, I think they're, they're sort of petitioning for around about round 10 to 11 that they can start going back to New Zealand. I think if they're back in New Zealand, they can play some home games at Mount Smart. RTS is back to how he was. He's back to that second round draft position. 70, 70s every week carrying the team on his back. So I just think at the moment, being away from home is affecting him and it's affecting his game. Uh, so I think he's. I think you can get him pretty low once you find out what's going on with their travels back and forth between New Zealand and when they can open open that back up again. Good stuff, Lukey. Who's your uh, buy this week? 
Uh, I've got Ryan Pappenhausen. Um, he's been pretty underwhelming um, to this point in the season. He's, he's yet to set the world on fire. Um, but I think as Melbourne start to work out how to play in this current um, NRL climate uh, with the rule changes and the one ref, I think he will really start to come into it. And um, they've got an all right run. Um, but for Melbourne, any game is winnable. So, um, And I think he will start to come into it a little bit more. So I think you can probably buy him. He's at the lowest he's going to be so I think he's worth taking a pun on definitely yeah nice one I agree uh, my buy for the week is Sean Johnson um, look he's put on put up some fairly uh, healthy numbers uh, despite not actually uh, putting on some great performances uh, over the last couple of weeks uh, last two weeks he's gone 61 and 75 but if the Sean Johnson owner in your league reads uh, the press, then everyone's on Sean Johnson bagging the shit out of him. So if they read into that, it, it might be a chance for him to, uh, to to go at that owner. And the Sharks have a really, really good run for the rest of the season. Uh, it's, it's maybe the best run home. So it could be worth going hard at the Sean Johnson owner if they believe all the bullshit in the press. So that's my buy. Uh, Benny, what have you got as a sell this week? Uh, this week, my sell is Adam Dewey, and it's just because I'm not a believer. I mean, if you are a believer and you think that he's going to continue doing what he's doing, then by all means, hold him. But I personally, I think he's a sell. He, he's knocked out some pretty good scores, and I think you can get some decent value for him at this point in time. Yep. Fair call. Fair call. Lukey, who's your sell this week, mate? Uh, I've got Nick Arima um, off the back of um, the 98 and then the 100 last week. Um, I think that you've got a little bit of uh, equity in him to sell um, and maybe move to something a little bit better. Um, so you could maybe put him and someone else in a package for um, a better halfback. Um, and I think that he's, he's got enough uh, value at the moment that you could do that. And they've got an all right run. And as Benny said, if they do head home, it could be something that you get out into your sales pitch. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, look, I've got Kyle Felt as my sell this week. I was toying with uh, him as a pickup last week, and look, he, he's got the goal kicking now uh, as long as Val's out. Um, but he's scoring tries at the moment, and look, on the weekend he had a couple of goals and two tries and still only banged out a 69. So if there's blokes in your league who don't look into it enough, uh, he'll look like he's he's uh, the best winger in the game, nearly. So it's time to get off Kyle Felt. I think the wheels are going to fall off the Cowboys uh, very shortly. So he's my sell. Uh, ben, you got any holds this week, mate? Uh, not this week for me, so I'll pass it over to Lukey, mate. Lukey, holds. Yeah, mate, just uh, Stephen Crichton. Um, Penrith have uh, got the second best run, I think, uh, behind the Sharks or one of the second, one of the, the, the better runs. So I think just hold him. Um, obviously, he copped a bad press because he he wore um, Wunga Blake's palm in his chin last week. But, uh, you know, I think that shouldn't be an indication of uh, where he's at. I think that he will start to find his way in first grade. And when we play the teams where we're really competitive and win, uh, he'll be a big factor in that. So I think just hold him. He's knocking out 30s at the moment, which is your base for uh, an actual centre um, who's who's a centre winger. So um, definitely just just hold him. Be patient. He'll, uh, he'll pay dividends, I think, by the end of the season. Good stuff. So I've got uh, my hold this week is uh, Benny Hunt um, at at 14. Uh, on the weekend, obviously, he scored a try and, and he had a try assist as well. And he, he's knocked out 85. But I think he plays some of his best footy from nine. And he's going to get 60 minutes. Uh, I think the way Mary does it, he'll let... Uh, 
uh, Cam McInnes absorb all the contact in the first 20 minutes, put Ben Hunt on for the last 60, and he's fairly creative. So um, don't jump off Benny Hunt just yet. Just have a look at what he does over the next couple of weeks. And he's got some, uh, like he's got the Titans this week, then the Roosters, the Raiders, and Manly, but then he has has some pretty pretty uh, tasty matchups after that. So that's my hold. Lads, uh, I'm exhausted. That was a sprint, uh, not a marathon tonight. So that kind of wraps us up. Uh, obviously, last night's forced us to, to rush through tonight's, but hopefully you get a bit out of it, um, even though it was just a condensed episode. Uh, once again, um, check us out on our socials. You guys on MySpace or? Uh, Twitter page at HeadbinNRL and our Facebook page, uh, the Headbin. Um, so, guys, uh, let's do this all again next week. And, and um, everyone get on uh, no regrets in the head bin and so they can heap and heap some more misery on Lukey's team this weekend because the guys are prick. Unlucky, unlucky, <laughs> Lukey. unlucky. You're going, you're going down again mate no, uh, sorry about last night boys and hopefully next week we can meet up for, a, for an extended episode good stuff all good fuck both of you <laughs>